everyone. Welcome to episode 373 of This Is Whole Life. This week is a little bit different than the last couple. Um, the difference being that it is Randy Solo today. Ken and Rochelle, as you probably already know, if you've been paying attention or you were here last week, you know that they are already in Guatemala for the Chosen Party, which will happen on Wednesday the 26th. That'll be the same day that you are listening to this episode if you download it immediately and you're a Wednesday as it drops listener. They will already be in Guatemala for that Chosen Party. So if you were one of the I believe it was 36 um, people that uh, joined the whole life family that is oh, a couple years ago. We did our first chosen party. If you're joining that group of 120, so it'll be a little over 150, almost 160 of us when this is all said and done that are sponsoring kids. Um, you will see your name or Ken and Rochelle will see someone choose your picture uh, in Guatemala Live. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, Melanie had some member visits to do this afternoon, and Jeff is still out of town, so it just turned out to be me and the little home studio to get the podcast out. It's a good week to do it. It was a a short message, given the fact that it was World Vision Weekend, and Bernie Anderson, Whole Life Church member, and one of the leaders over at World Vision was there and probably half or a little bit better of the message time was devoted to who World Vision was or who they are and Bernie's role and kind of the the things that they are doing in Guatemala and in the different places where the kids that we are that chose us live and the community impacts that are happening because of the money that we've all pooled together and, and are supporting that community. Very, very cool. So if you haven't watched the message yet, uh, please do. This is Whole Life. This is where we weekly discuss the topics happening every Saturday morning at Whole Life Church in Orlando, Florida. And as you probably know, unless you're new this week, we are in week four of nine of The Chosen series. And if you're wondering what The Chosen is, it is a TV show based on the life of Jesus. It is a multi-season show that is in season three. They're, they're working on season four right now, but season three has all been released. So we've been going through different messages and this was number four. And this week's episode is actually the shortest of all episodes in the first three seasons. And it was Jesus loves the little children and our staff member this week. And unfortunately the flu bug or, and I know it's been some strap and different things have knocked out a ton of people in staff. I was gone almost all last week, started during VBS and, uh, I was gone from late Tuesday on, uh, I just, I just got back and my whole family was down. And so it's if you're out there, take, take your vitamin C, your vitamin D, get some sunlight, uh, get your sleep. Get uh, all the things you can think of to boost that immune system because it is going around. And I'm just telling you, the stuff that my family came down with was not cool at all, at all, at all, at all. I would not wish it on anybody. And today, 
we actually canceled staff meeting because there wasn't that many of us around and uh, some other precautionary, just not feeling the best and don't want to come back and spread it to anyone. And the staff member favorite this week for this episode was Jacenia. She's our executive assistant and um, someone who is a right, kind of my right hand in a lot of ways and a lot of times uh, helping me out with things. And she's part of our communications team here at, at Life Church. And so this was just Cindy's favorite. I was really hoping I could get a chance to even sit with her for a little bit and um, and hopefully even just have her be on the podcast. But none of that worked today. There was only a few of us in the office and uh, it just uh, it didn't work out. So if you haven't seen it, it is season one, episode three. The easiest way that I have found to watch it is thechosen.tv and you can find it from there. If you swipe up in the show notes, for this episode, you will also find a link to the episode on the chosen.tv. You can just click on it right from there and it should open a web browser in your phone, mobile app on your computer. If that's how you're doing it. And you will be able to go and watch that episode. You can also swipe up in today's show notes and check out Speaking of Grace, our sister podcast, where the message from them each of the week that this message or that this podcast, excuse me, is based on that message. It comes out every week, just a little bit before this one does. And so you can always catch the message first and any questions and comments you have, you can always send them to 407-965-1607 or podcast at wholelife.church. Um, it's always interesting to see where Ken is going to go. And then this week we didn't have a lot of time. Again, it was a short episode and it is. It was based, at least the episode, uh, basically entirely on the holy imagination that we've discussed that the producers and writers of the show have taken. There's no biblical story here to to tie it to, but it's all about Jesus and some kids that come to visit the place that he's staying out in the out in the woods and and they come. At first, it's one little girl named Abigail, and then she brings her friend uh, who comes along with her the next day. And then uh, after that, they start bringing more friends and more friends. And and you know, Jesus answers their questions. He talks to them about what they know about the Torah and what they know about God. And they just have discussions, and he allows them to answer questions. And the Ken started off the message talking about the essence of God and that maybe the essence of God and, and kind of what gets related here is to is to love something that can't make life better outside of just being like just who you are, what you're made of, who you are. If there's nothing that you can give back that can repay kindness or that can repay love or that can repay support, whatever that looks like. And, and, as a young child, there's often not a lot like monetarily or um, even physical labor or, you know, but pick anything. There's not a lot that they can always do. But in that same in that same innocence of maybe not having all those skills or having all of the knowledge, it's it shows that Jesus values them so, so highly because they have an understanding and a purity that 
it seems though that many of us lose and maybe what we don't lose is we never grow out of the the this why this why stage I feel like as Christians, the you know the kids are asking Jesus all these questions, and he'll give them an answer. And of course, if you're a parent, it's always the, but why, <laughs> but why? Every question comes with the why, and he keeps answering them, and smiles and and answers their questions. And you know he talks about that he's going to be meeting with his other students, and he hopes that they will have the same understanding as they do. And the, asking the same questions and listening as intently. And he kind of says to himself, I, I think he says it out loud, but, you know, he's not counting on that because he knows it's not going to be the same. But I, I just thought it was really unique how this really cool story that they that they wrote in here, I think just to set the tone of from the stories that we do have in the Bible of Jesus interacting with kids and in the parables that he's told about how important and to be, you know, when he's talking to Nicodemus from last week's episode about how you have to be born again and and you have to have the faith and the the trust of a you know of the young child. And and so he Jesus references this a lot. And I think sometimes it's easy to just think of that as well he's talking about kids but just to talk about the the faith that they have and you know we've all seen it in kids that maybe don't you know they don't have the same understanding of of certain biblical principles or whatever but they also may have a really a sense of a deep connection with Jesus that maybe we don't always have i think we get a little jaded and we don't think about some of the things that they do and we don't see the goodness of Jesus in the same way because they don't they're not questioning a lot of the of the other parts that we get hung up on and that may or may not be always the most important they just see Jesus for this person who is always on their side he's always loving and he's always there to stand up for and take care of them and when you think about what people or how people will know that we're Christians, know that we're Christ followers. And that sounds a lot like a good list of reasons or a list of attributes that it would be great to have or that people would say, man, those people at whole life, they must be Jesus followers because they really do care. They really, you know, don't judge. They are always finding out what they can do for others and outside their walls. And that really struck home as I was listening to the message this week, um, home being sick and <laughs> maybe more focused on a message than usual. A lot of times I'm really, really busy on Saturday mornings at the church and I, I get a chance to listen later, but not in the moment. And um, that's a, it just struck me that what a really what a thing to value and always, of course, you know, it's always, what would Jesus do? Or, you know, how would Jesus handle this? What's important to Jesus and what's important to his father. And when he repeatedly tells us those things, and it's just something so easy to see. And after it being VBS week and having about 200 kids in the church every morning was really, really cool for the first couple of days while I was there until I got sick. And, um, just to to draw that correlation and to see the 
just to see the wonderment in their eyes about Jesus and the the you know, the stories that they're being told and and the things that they're learning and to to soak it all up and it was just a good reminder that Jesus really does value them and he values us just as much and sometimes we probably need to act a little bit more like those kids than we need to as the adults that maybe think we have it all figured out sometimes something to think about anyway um probably my favorite moment was featured in the the last clip that Ken played he played I think we played two clips during the message and this girl Abigail Abigail, um, she's the one that initially finds Jesus camping outside of town and down by the river. And when she's asking him early on about what he does, and he tells her that he's a craftsman and he travels and he's, he's a teacher. So he does a lot of different things. And she had seen some of the toys he'd been making, uh, like kids toys. And he had told her that that was part of what he had done. And you kind of watched her face just kind of sink and kind of go blank when he said that. And if you did not something that maybe you catch every time, but when you see it, your heart kind of drops and goes, man, that she's that really, you know, made her sad. And really, you might not draw the conclusion right away, but at the end of the episode, hashtag spoiler alert, sorry for that. But as he leaves and he lets the kids know that he's going to be moving on the next day, when Abigail comes to the camp, he, Jesus has left on a on a piece of wood some writing and uh, said that he tells her that he didn't do uh, he didn't come just for the wealthy, you know he came for he came for everyone, and he made her a little. Um, a stall with horses, carved horses, and a and like a little barn and stable, and like something her her family would never be able to afford for her, and that's evident after the fact, and that's goes back to that that or the kind of blank, kind of remorseful look, like oh I'll never have toys like that early on in the episode, and it it just kind of it made me think of. You know, a lot of times we've, and we've talked about this here over the last couple episodes, when it seems like Jesus does things for, you know, maybe for others or things don't turn out like we think they should or the way we would hope that they would. And it's like, well, why doesn't he do this for everyone? And here in this case, she was the one that found him and she was the one that brought all of her friends. And he had a, a special bond with her in this story, in this holy imagination story. And I just felt like it's it kind of the same when we wonder why he doesn't do miracles and he doesn't heal everyone. And there'll be a spoiler alert coming up in a couple of weeks. There'll be another episode where this is dealt with. And that's actually my favorite episode that's coming up in about four weeks, I believe, second to last. But we, you know, people have struggled with that question all the time. And it just felt like in this betrayal, it was another another idea that sometimes Jesus just does because that person needed it. That person's story for however God has plans for their life, it's important. And it's, it's just heartwarming to see 
um, a portrayal of Jesus that way. And and I've said this before as we've gone through this series, I just feel like a lot of the things that I've contemplated or thought about God that have been my own thoughts that weren't something that I was raised with necessarily uh, didn't come through Bible class or in school or from just reading my Bible. It just things that when you think about certain subjects or you you've read through your Bible and then a couple of days later, you're just thinking about things that you've read and they pop back up and you contemplate and think them over and wonder, I wonder what Jesus really felt like during that time, what he looked like or how he interacted with that person that maybe we don't, which we don't know, the, the, the gospels don't tell us. And I think that's this holy imagination that we've been talking about and Ken has been talking about as the creators of the chosen. That's where they're taking these liberties and to as close as they can to the time period in which this happened and the customs and the customs of the people and, you know, what could it have looked like? And I, the picture that we've been getting of Jesus from the chosen, whether accurate or not, you know, through the stories, it's been, a lot of it has been accurate and a lot of the things where they're filling in the pieces. Well, that's just, again, that's the holy imagination, but I've really just felt like the portrayal of Jesus has been so, just so beautiful. And it takes a lot of the attributes that we do know about and that we do hear in these stories and it extrapolates them and puts them into an on top of these other stories, these backstories that they can cultivate. And it just, um, it just makes me smile. It makes me love Jesus even more. Um, not that there's any historical validity to them, but it makes me feel like the things that I have felt about Jesus, the things that I feel he's told me about himself have been true. And it, it corroborates that to some degree. And it's been something that's really been uplifting for me. And, um, this story was no different and just, you know, we can all resonate with that kid in all of us. And I thought that really came out really, really came out well in this, in, in this episode. And, you know, it just, Jesus shares something that, to her was something she probably would have never gotten in her lifetime with her family station in life. And, you know, Jesus shares, even though he's sharing a gift, he's sharing the good news with her. He's sharing the gospel. He's saying, this is who I am. And then he's backing that up with not just words, but he's backing it up with his actions. He's doing something kind. He's doing something loving, and he's doing something that's going to be impactful for for her life. That's what it feels like to me. That's my interpretation. Really feels like it's something that she will never forget this person. She'll never forget what happened during these couple of days. And without her prompting or asking, she just wanted to be with him. She just wanted her friends to be with him. And they all agreed that they wouldn't tell their parents so that they wouldn't get in trouble. And, you know, who's the Who's the guy, you know, that we're visiting during the daytime, stranger danger, that kind of thing. And so she was just so passionate and she was very, very intelligent. And he just, Jesus took a special interest in her. And I like to think that we can each look at that and see 
how Jesus has taken a special interest in each of us and how that special interest then leads to the gifts that we have, our spiritual gifts, how it leads us in how we do just just who we are and, and how the gospel comes out of us in our everyday, whether you work at a church or you are an accountant or you, you know, whatever your job is, there are ways that what God puts on your heart is going to be that gospel, even if it's a gift of kids' toys, where, you know, that that's kind of the, the, the easy, the easy in or the, the easy call where it's, you know, something fun and something, everyone likes to get a gift. And when we realize that we're a gift, we have the good news, we have the gospel, we have our own love for Jesus and other people like Ken talked about this week, you know, your people's lives are going to be better because of our sharing Jesus. There's no reason not to. And if, if we really believe that our lives are better because of Christ, then, you know, why are we, why are we trying to keep that to ourselves? And, um, that, that again was really high to me was highlighted in the way that, uh, that he attacked that story. So, um, if you haven't, uh, you know, watch, go back and watch the message or listen to it on Speaking of Grace. Um, a lot of it with what Bernie had to share about, you know, what kind of company World Vision is and like their goals and to just make sure that every kid reaches their potential and, you know, that they're being touched by, you know, being touched by and supported by people who love Jesus and just, you know, want the, want kids to, um, to have every opportunity available. And so it really, it really made me think about, you know, what, what can we do? I mean, maybe, you know, sponsoring a child isn't something that you can do right now financially. And, uh, and then it made me immediately think of last week, I put a call out and said, Hey, we are looking for people that can help us with transcripts of episodes of the messages and of the podcast episodes. And many of you have heard us reference and talk about Nate or Nathaniel. He is uh, someone who is heavily involved here at Whole Life for many, many years. And uh, he, Nate sent me a text, I believe it was yesterday, so this would be Monday. And he said, hey, I am totally ready to start doing transcripts. So, uh, let's get this, let's get this thing rolling. And, um, Nathaniel and I have worked together. We worked with, uh, Stanley at duck duck productions, who does a lot of our creative work in, in video format for whole life church. And, uh, so he has helped me with podcast transcripts before. So he's a little, you know, he's a little bit of a professional at this already. So we're going to be in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be getting information out there as far as the software that we're going to be using. And again, it's like we talked about last week. It's super easy. If, if you can read and follow along on the screen with the words that are being said, um, you know, it takes about, if you're doing a 20 minute episode, like a 20 minute, uh, sermon, it's probably going to take about 35 to 45 minutes. It's not quite double usually once you kind of get the hang of it. And so, you know, if we have a couple of people that are willing to do one, like one new one a month and maybe one to start catching up, we're going to go back as far as uh, Ken's early messages, which are 
So this is about a little over a hundred of those, I think, because we've been just over two years. And so if you can help with that, just um, swipe up in today's show notes and you'll find podcast.wholelife.church. There's a link right there. You can just go ahead and click that and it will send me an email and say, hey, I would love to join Nathaniel on the new transcripts team. We're going to be able to send these anywhere anyone needs in the world to be downloadable. Hopefully, if everything is um, works out like I would hope, everything will be available on our website so people can actually have access to those. I know there are people that love to send message transcripts to people who maybe are incarcerated, uh, people that don't have really good internet access or they don't have access to um, a computer or a, or a cell phone that would be able to play them for them. And so something that someone can just, you know, drop a stamp and put in the mail and they can download them uh, for free or, you know, for people that may just enjoy reading. It's something that uh, another way for those to share. So that was um, I was. So thank you, Nathaniel. It's going to be a shorter episode and you're not going to get all the way to work today. Sorry, bud. But uh, we will. I hope you'll forgive us, and um, I'm looking forward to getting that, uh, getting this ministry started with you here at Whole Life Church. And the other thing that I wanted to also share was, if this is the first time you're hearing about World Vision or this idea of the kids choosing you as their sponsor, then it's still not too late to become part of the Whole Life family that sponsors through World Vision in today, today's show notes are crucial, people. That's all I'm going to say. You swipe up in today's show notes, you are going to find a link there that you can click on that will take you to our page. It won't get you in for the party, the chosen party that Ken and Rochelle will be at tomorrow on the 26th, because that'll already be happening before you have a chance to to be in our deadline for that was Sunday. But you can still join us and in. Uh, and sponsor a child that's $39 a month. Uh, my family has enjoyed this process. And this year we've made a night, now that we've had this follow-up Chosen Sabbath, we've really decided we are going to try and, and do better about communicating more often. And and um, so they started that process right in the church lobby on Saturday morning. Uh, my girls were there and they drew pictures and wrote a letter and uh, and uh, sent that off in the luggage that Ken and Rochelle took with them was full of cards and letters. And so just a, a really cool opportunity to make a difference in someone's life. And I know that $39, and I would never cheapen the idea that that's not a lot of money uh, for some families or some individuals because, um, you know, it's been a big deal for us. There's been times where... You know, they they called us once and said your credit card was declined that you gave us for this. And it was like, oh, boy, um, slow month. And uh, here's how it went down. And it'll be ready in a couple of days. Uh, just stick with us. But I really feel like God always takes care of us when we take care of those things that he puts on our heart. So if that's something that, you know, sounds like you'd love to be a part of it, just swipe up in today's show notes and uh, the link is there. Or if you're just like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. You can text whole life online, all one word, whole life online to five, six, one, seven, zero. And that will take you through the entire process of getting set up. And it's super easy. I think just it, 
I don't think it's changed any since we first started two years ago. And I think it took all of about five minutes if you're at all tech savvy. And um, if you have any questions, you can always send them to podcast at wholelife.church. We'll make sure that we can get anything um, anything figured out that you need to for that. But I would invite you to, you know, make we make a difference. Ken mentioned that in the two years in the 120 people that signed up in the first well, that first wave that you know over that time we donated over a hundred thousand dollars which is you know it's like that's that's a lot of money and it's um it's a way that we've been able to impact kids and communities on the other side of the globe and that's that's a really cool idea to think about and a cool way to be able to share the gospel and so if that is something that you can do and it's something you feel led to do i would encourage you swipe up in today's show notes and take advantage of those and uh, join the whole life family that is sponsoring children through the world vision program all right that's going to do it for this week what is oh next week that's right don't forget so this will be week five of nine next week is season one episode eight and the title is i am he and so if you have not watched that episode yet you can join us at the church on friday evening up on third floor in 305 where we will be viewing that and you'll have a few words from Pastor Freud. This is his favorite episode. And for those of you who may not be familiar, the ending of this episode is pretty powerful. And I believe this is the final episode of season one, episode eight. And this is, among other things, this is the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman that Jesus meets at the well. And if you haven't seen that episode, get ready. Um it's pretty awesome. And that's how they wrapped up season one. So that will be th- this Friday night. And I believe that's at seven o'clock, but double check. I'll double check and I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> wow. The show notes are going to be full this week, aren't they? But, uh, and if not, you can always, uh, you, there's a link in the show notes as well. Uh, if you pick, click on pastor Freud's name in the next week area of the show notes, and the season one, episode eight, I am he, that will take you directly to the chosen.tv where you can watch that episode and be prepared for Saturday morning for uh, us to go over that with Pastor Ken. He'll be back Friday from Guatemala, so he's not going to get any sleep this week. Hopefully he avoids the uh, that bug that's going around. And so... Again, if you uh, if you have any interest in in sponsoring a child or being a part of any ministry here at the church or the transcripts ministry, uh, please do reach out podcast at wholelife.church or 407-965-1607. As always, it is the best part of my week when we get to sit down together and I get to talk to you guys and Sometimes it's fun when it doesn't work out for everybody else and it's just me talking to you guys. But it's it's the highlight of my week each week to be able to talk with each of you and you know get the ideas that Ken and, and Melanie and Jeff. And so I anticipate us all being together back next week. And until then, have a fantastic week.